0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. Okay, today's Amur is Tess Amud Beys, and we will begin from the three lines from the bottom on Tes Amud Aleph. We had been discussing last time the halachas of Safek Maizimidei De'Vaday or Ein Safek Mitzimi Devadai. The Gemara had taught us that when you have a Safek of an Iser, then the introduction of another suffix could resolve that. But when you have a vadai iser, so then just introducing a suffix, that does not resolve the vadai iser. And, but, so we, we're left with the rule of ain't suffix moitsi vadai. And the Gemara is going to question, continue to question that concept of ain't suffix moitsi that introducing a suffix cannot resolve a vadai iser. Okay, so three lines from the bottom on Tessa Metalif, the Ain Sufik Moitzimide Vaday, and a suffix cannot be Moitzi from a Vaday Isser Vhatanio. But we have a Breyso. The Breyso says as follows: Omer Rab Yehuda, Ma'aseh Beshifchaso Yshal Meitzik Echad Berimain. There was a story with the maid servant of a strong person. A matic Rashi says is an Ish alma, is a is a strong person, a powerful person in Remine. And the story that happened was Shahitila nefel Labar. She put she miscarried and she put the nefel into a pit. Uba koyin and a came vehits and he looked into the pit. Now before we go weiter, let's just recognize that that is not something that the koyin should have done, because because a nevel is tamim meis. When a koyin leans over the pit, he's putting himself in a sakana of of tomas meis, and a koyin is usher to make himself tamim meis. But he was, uh, Rashi says, he was uh, from the B'nai B'ayas, and it was important for him to know um, the the status of that Nafil, because it was Nege'ah to this shivcha, because the Halacha is that it makes a difference if a person has a Zachar or Nekeva in terms of the Tumah that a person has when they give birth to a child. A Zachar, a male, a baby boy, creates Tumah for seven days, and then there are thirty three days of tahara until you can go to the mikvah and 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 go back into the base of For a girl, there are fourteen days of tumah and sixty six days of tahara. So it was important to find out the status of this of this uh, So uba Kayin, I turned the amit to test amitvei. Uba Kayin, a kayin came, the hits and he glanced, he peeked into the bar im im to know if it was a Zakhar that, that, that was the Nafil or if it was a Nikawa. Now the Kayan um as we'll see in a minute he didn't see anything in the in the bar. He wasn't able to see anything and now the Kayin realized that there's a possibility that if there was a nafil there, that he's Tommy Mace. So ba the story came in front of the chachamim and the chachamim said that he's tahar. Why did the chachamim say that he's tahar? Mipne shechulda sham, because chulda Ubardalis who are this, this similar idea as yesterday, there are small chayos that can that can walk away with a nafel, that can eat a nafel. And because it was common to have a chulda or a bardalus there, so therefore the Chachamim assumed that the nafel had been taken away by the Khulda or the bardalus, and therefore when the Kayan leaned over the bar, there was no nafel there to make him tummy. Fracti Gemara, one second. The Chachamim, over here in this case, the vadai hetila the shivcha certainly put a naphel in the bar. V'safik gariruhu, v'safik lei and it's possible that the cholde and Bardalis schlepped it away, gariruhs to drag it away, or possibly they didn't drag it away. Ha'hi shaita at that time, v'ka'asi safik umaytzi and we see from the fact that the chachomim one that kayin that they said that the kayin is tar you see that just the introduction of a Suffolk, maybe the khulda or bardalus pulled away the nafel is enough to assume that the kayin is tar. because he see me de vadai so the gamara says no it was not avadai leite ma shehitla abar. don't say that she put a nafel into the bar no she miscarried something that seemed like a nafel, But it was really a suffix. Sometimes there could be a, a, a pregnancy where there is no baby growing inside or something of that sort. And the woman, the shivcha, would, would, would be mapil this neifel. And put it in the burr, and she herself could be unsure if it was truly halachically a naifil or not. So therefore, Vahavi Suffik, Vis So therefore, it's a Suffik and a Suffik. Because Suffik, if it was a naifil at all, that's Tommy Mace. And now we have a Chulda that's Suffik if the Chulda took it away. So even if it was a naifil, it's possible that the Chulda took it away. It's a Suffik Vis so we said yesterday that a suffolk is Maitzimidei suffolk. Zakti Gemara, no, how could you say that she wasn't sure if it was a nephil? Look back at the Lashon of the The Ve'haledah im who im Nekevah he katani. The brisa says that the reason that the Kayan peeked into the bar was to know if it was a Zakhar or a Nekevah. It seems like it's Pashat that it was a nephil. It's just a question of if it was a Zakhar or a Nekevah. So the Gemara says Kol ze that also was part of the suffix. <laughs> this is what the Brysa meant. The Brysa meant that the Kayan was peeking into the bar. Leda imrua im Did she miscarry ear, in other words, a a a a a pregnancy that didn't have a Vlad in it? Or was it a Naphel? <speaking in> the im <language> Timzelo and if you, it was a Neifel, if it was actually a child, so then, Leda then the kain wanted to know, Im Zacharhu ve'im he Was it a Zachar or Nekevah because of the different dine Tumah, depending on if it was a Zachar or a Nekevah. That's one option to explain the Brisa about this kain that peeked into the Bar. Now the Gemara suggests a different Eitzah. And if you want, I can say, v'adayu, v'adayu. that over there, by the case of the Shifcha, let's assume that she knew for sure that it was a real legitimate Nafel. And still, the chuldah or bardalus, the possibility of a chulda or bardalus taking the Nafel, dragging the Nafel away, is not a suffolk, it's a vadayu. it's certain. Okay, And the Gemara explains how that could be. Viva Yasame, if you want, I'll say Hasam Vadayu Vadahu. Over there it was a certainty versus a certainty. Kivon de Khulda Ubardalus sham since it was common to have a chulda or bardalus, Vaday shaita they certainly slept the nafel away at that time. Nihidashire Meshiur, it could be that they left over, that they didn't consume it completely. But Mihas Vaday Gorurum Bahai Shaita, but they certainly dragged the Nafel away at that time. What the Gemara is telling us is that although yesterday on Daftesal Medalef we clarified that it's not necessarily a vadai that a Khulda will consume everything that it's eating. However, what the Gemara is saying now is but it is a Vaday that the Khulda will drag it away to bring to its hideout. That is a vaday. It's just a question of how much of it the chulda will eat. But you can still consider it a vaday that the chulda was it. Okay, so Ad Khan dealing with the din of Sufik and vaday. Now the Gemara goes back, reminds us that we're in the middle of a sugya of B'dik chametz, And the Gemara and the Mishnah had said that that when a person does badikah's chametz, you do not have to be concerned, you do not have to be chayshish, that maybe unbeknownst to us, a chulda came and put chametz into the room that was already checked. So the Gemara now is questioning that halacha. Do we say that we're not chayshish, that maybe a chulda dragged the chametz into the room that was not, that was already, Nivdak, that was already checked. The Haqqatani Seifa, but we have in the Seifa of that Mishnah, which is, we're going to learn Bezer Hashem on Afyurah that the Mishnah on Afyurah gives instructions what to do with the leftover Chametz. And the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Masha Mishayer, Yani Chenu Bitsinah that what's left over should be put away in a hidden place, so that you won't have to do a bedikah finding chametz that may have been taken from the stash of chametz that you found from your bedikah that's being put away to to burn the next day. Now, if it's true that we're not worried that a chulda is going to take from that food, so then why do you have to be yani chenu b'tsinah? It seems that the the reason why the the halacha is yani chenu is because we're afraid that a cholde is going to come and 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 take from that bread that we put aside after bedikas chametz and is going to respread it in the areas that we already checked. So uh, what's going on over here? Our Mishnah Daf Tesa Aleph says that we're not worried that a cholde is going to come, and then at the end of the Mishnah, which is on Daf Yira we say, oh, make sure to put it away carefully, maybe a chuldah is going to come. How does that work? Omar Abaya, Abaya says, It's not a kasha, it's not an inconsistency at all. Ha asar, ha asar. It depends when the Badika was done. The, the Mishnah on Davyudah Midbez is talking about on day 14, on the 14th of Nisan. The Mishnah on Davtessa that we learned last time, is talking about on the 13th. What's the difference? Talking about that you did a badika on the 13th. Some Rishayinim say that that includes also Arla Arba, or the night of the 14th. Rashi doesn't sound that way. But in any event, Abaya says that the Reisha where it says we're not Chayshish for Acholda is talking about that you did B'dikas Chametz on the 13th, and the Seifa where it says that we are Chayshish that Acholda might attack our Chametz, that's when you did B'dikas Chametz on the 14th. What's the difference when you did the B'dikas Chametz? So Abaya explained. bishloisha Asar on the 13th rifta be kulhu that it's common to have bread in all houses in other words that it's not yet pesach so we're not being so careful about chametz and there's bread all over the place so the chulda doesn't feel like it has to it has to stash and hide chametz so mitzna the chulda doesn't hide chametz but bi but on the 14th that there's not so much bread in all the houses. There's just matzah that's put away for the seder. But over the entire day of the fourteenth, there's no bread. So there, matzna, So therefore, the cholda then is going to be concerned with the lack of supply of bread, and the cholda is going to hide chametz. So if you leave your stash of chametz in the open, there's a risk that the cholda might see your stash of chametz and realize that there's very little chametz around these days, and take that chametz to hide so that it, w- that it has a stash. So that's Abayist Teretz. Abayist Teretz is that in our Mishnah that we learned yesterday, the, the chuldah were not chayshish that a chuldah came, because it's talking about that you did bidik chametz at a time, that chametz was plentiful in the neighborhood, so the is not feeling this squeeze that he has to stash away chametz. But the Seifa of the Mishnah where we are worried about a chulda, that's because you did bedikas chametz on the fourteenth, and that's at a time that chametz is very scarce, and therefore the chulda is feeling the squeeze and maybe stashing away chametz. my Rava Rava said to Abaya, "V'chi chulda neviyohi? Is, chul, is the chulda a navi?" You think this animal chaps when there's a lot of chametz around or when there's not a lot of chametz around? The <speaking in Hebrew> yada'ah that she knows the ha'idna our besar that today is the 14th <speaking in Hebrew> and we won't bake ad urta except for, for the evening <speaking in Hebrew> and it leaves over and hides it. You think we're talking about a Khulda that's a nevi'ah? Now, if you know a little history, it's for sure a play on words here, because there was a neviya that whose name was Chulda. So Rava's is saying like a little bit of a play on words, like is our weasel over here? Is that Chulda haNeviya? You think this Cholda is so smart that she knows the difference between if it's the thirteenth day or the fourteenth day? Ela, my Rava. Rather, Rava said that no. That you, we did, you did bedikas chametz the night of the fourteenth in both parts of the mishnah, and yet still we're not cheshesh that a cholde came um, and ruined our Bidikas chametz. However, we do have to wrap up the chametz that we find very carefully. Why is that not an inconsistency? Hello, my Rava. Rather, Rava said, "Masha misshayer yani chenu What's left over, you should put away. You should wrap up. You should put away in hiding. Maybe we will see a chulda attack that food. Let's not forget, we're not chayshish that a chulda came if we don't know if a chulda came. But the Gemara yesterday had discussed the fact that it's possible that we would see a chulda come and then run away with the chametz and then we would be stuck and we would need to do a Bedika. So Rava says that that's why you're hiding the chametz because Shema Titel Chulda B'Fanenu. Maybe a chulda will take the chametz in front of us. We'll see the chulda take the chametz via tzarach bedika and then you'll have to do the bedika after it again. Tanya de Derava. We have a brayso that says exactly like Rava's teretz. Haroitsa lechol chametz achar bedika Someone who wants to eat chametz, after he did bidikah's chametz and gathered all the chametz he found together, what should he do? Masha mishayer what's left over, Yani chenu b'tzina, he should put it away in a hidden place. Shaloi so that echulda should not come, Vitita b'fanenu, and take the chametz in front of us, v'yehetzorach bidikah Acherov and then you'll need to do a bidikah. Rav Omar, Rav says a third option. Rav Omar, Gzeiro, Shema Yoniach, Eser, Rav says like this, While it's true that we're not chayshish out of the blue, that a Khulda came and brought chametz into a house that was checked, however, if we have an indication a mystery here to solve, that there's chametz missing, then we'll have no choice but to assume that maybe a cholde took it and we'll have to do bedikas chametz again. And that case is when you have your 10 pieces of chametz and when you're looking through the, the 10 pieces of chametz the next day, you notice that there are only 9 left. What happened to that 10th piece? We have a mystery here. So then, even though we're not stam chayshish that a came, but if this chametz missing, we have no choice but to be chayshish that a came. And in order to avoid that from happening, that's why we wrap up the chametz very well. Okay, now the Gemara goes through a series of halachas about rov that ge'ah to the dinam of chametz and matzah. Fascinating sugya. That's very very yoseidistic in the halachas of. Of when we go after a roiv and when we don't, says the Gemara. Tei Burim shel matza. If there are nine piles of matza, there are nine areas with his with with his matza. Echod shel chametz and one place of chametz. So apparently there are ten places that have hamoitzi. Nine of them are piles of matza. One of them is a pile of chametz. And uh, uh, it seems that they look very, very similar, the matzah and the chametz. Vasa Akbar, a mouse comes, v'shakal, and takes from one of the piles, one of these ten piles, and runs away. V'lo and we don't know, i matzah shokal, did it take from one of the nine piles of matzah? I chametz shakal, did it take from that one pile of chametz? Zakti Gemara, Hainu Tesha This is the case of the nine stores. What's the case of the nine stores? As we'll see in a moment, it's the a classic and very, very fundamental uh, Mishnah about, about Raiv. And the Yasid behind that Mishnah is that although the Torah tells us that we go after the Rav, that is only when there, when something is purish from the Rav, when something is separated from the Rav. So if you have a group of, um, of, of of whatever it is, whether in our case it's matzah and chametz, or in the case of tesha chanuyah, where it's kosher meat and treif meat, even if most of the uh, uh, uh most of the chametz and matzah or most of the treif and kosher is is good but it calls man what you're what you're being done on is kavua was the shaila was noila the shaila came up when it was in its place, and we just don't know what that place is, we consider it mechza al-mechza, it's 50-50, we do not go after the Raiv and we just consider it a suffolk, and we have to be machmer. As soon as it separates, as soon as it goes away from its source, so then we look at it and we say, that there's where is the source for this? Well, roiv of the of the cases are are good, and one of them is no good. So we so we're able to be makel. Let's see this inside; it will be clearer as we read it. Um, Piresh, if the chametz or, or the matzah, if the the here, let's call it, had been separated, and and was sitting in a corner and had once been on in one of those piles. The Akbar Achbar and then the Achbar came and took that that Hamoitzi. So hainu Sefa, Sefer—that's the, like the Sefer of the Mishnah of Teisha Chanuyais. Now let's see the Mishnah of Teisha Hanuyes. The as we learned in a Mishnah, Teisha Chanuyais. If there are nine stores, Kulan Moichrin Basar Shrutah, they all sell shechted meat, kosher meat. The achas, and there's the one store that's my baser basar nevela that sells nevela, not shechted meat. The me'achas me achas and you didn't know that one of the stores is not kosher, and you bought from one of the stores, and looking back, you don't know which store you bought from. The enoye and he doesn't know me ezemehen lakach, which store he took from. Zakti zakhti mishnah, sveikai oser, the suffix is oser. However, ube but when you find meat, and it's, and it, you, the suffix did not start when it was in one of the stores, but rather it had been taken away. You found it in the street. You found it in someone's house. It was nimtza. It was pirish. It wasn't in one of those ten stores. So then, halay chacha then you go after the raiv. So that's what the Gemara is saying, that the same thing is true with chametz and matzah, that when the suffolk is noilat in its original place, we treat it 50-50. If the suffolk is noilat after it was separated, so then we go after roiv. Now the Gemara continues with another halacha. Shnei what if there are just two piles? Echod shel matzah, one pile has matzah, the echad shel chametz, and one pile has chametz. Okay, so we have two uh, uh, piles of ha one is matzah, one is chametz. V'lef ne'hem, sh'nei batim. And in front of these two piles, there are two houses or two rooms. Echad badak, one of them was checked for chametz. The echad she'ene badak, and one of them was not checked for chametz. Okay, so now we have two piles, one with chametz, one with matzah. In front of two houses, one was checked for chametz, one was not checked for chametz. And now two achbarim came. Echod We saw both mice came, and each one put a piece of amoytzi into its mouth. One of them took from the chametz pile, one of them took from the matzah pile. And they both went into one of the houses. One went into one house, one went into the other house. The problem is, we don't know which one went into which. Velayada'inon, and we don't know, high lahai the high lahai which akhbar went into this house, and which akhbar went into this house, so the Gemara Paskin's hainushtay kupais. That is like the halacha of two boxes. What's the halacha of two boxes? The tanan, as the Mishnah says. It's actually the Tanya. It's actually a brisa. Kupa is if there were two boxes, achas shel chulin truma. There were two boxes. One had chulin in it, regular regular food, and one had truma in it, which needs to be eaten by a koyin. Velefneym shnei sein, and in front of these two boxes, one with chulin in it and one with truma in it. There were two se'in. There was two se'as of food. Echad shal shel chulin. One se'ah was a se'ah se'ah, a measure of food was a se'ah of chulin. Ve'echad shal truma, and one was a se'ah of truma. V'naflu elu l'soich elu. And one pile, one of the se'as, fell into one of the boxes. We just don't know. Did the truma se'ah fall into the truma backs or the chulin backs. And did the chulin fall into the truma box or the chulin box? We don't know what fell where, and the halacha is: the Mishnah says mutar. The Mishnah says it's mutar. We don't have to assume that it went wrong. We could assume that the chulin went into the chulin box and the truma went into the truma box. Shani Omer, because because I, I I could assume I could say the chulin went fell into the chulin box. So truma l'saych truma and the truma fell into the truma box. Okay, so the, so the same thing with chametz and matzah. If I don't know did the chametz go into the 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 house that was checked or not checked? Did the matzah go into the house that was checked or not checked? I could assume the chametz went into the unchecked house, the matzah went into the checked house. Fracti gemaro, no. How could you compare those two things? When do I say this Shaani Oimer that I don't have to worry that I could assume that the that that that, 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 that it worked out that the Hulin went into the chulin and the Truma went into the Truma Bit Truma I just went on to Yoram Aleph by Truma which is a din Because as Rashi points out, Bisman Hazet Truma is Durabonan. And suffik derabanan lehakel. So when it's a suffik leinian derabanan, you could be meikel. But bechametz mi amrinon. But chametz is a din deiraisa. How could we just assume that the chametz went into the not checked house and the matzah went into the checked house? How could we assume that we're dealing with a suffik deiraisa over here? zokti gemara, not so fast. Otu bedikas chametz deiraisa. Is Bidikas Chametz really the iraysa? No. The Rabbanon he. Bidikas Chametz is a the Rabbonon. as we've mentioned before. The Midairaisa be beetle be sagile. Because Midairaisa, all you need to do is bittel. Midairaisa, you just need to be mevatel your chametz to declare it hefker ka'afra da ara. And you do not need to actually get rid of the chametz. So this that we're trying to get rid of the chametz, that's to be Mekayim, the Takanas Chachamim, that says that even though I was Mevatel, I still have to be baidik my chametz. So that's how we could compare it to Truma And just like by Truma Rabbanon, we say that if it's a suffolk, we could be Mekel. So so too by the din of chametz Midurabanon, we could be Mekel as well.